Bye. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Res Hockey. We are at number 56. So episode 56. Uh, 56. 50, 50, 56. I'm traveling with me as always is Bush. Bush from down the street. What's up, Bush? Not much. Got my glasses on. I can read. Got my readers. He has a thick bottle, uh, Coke bottle cap lenses. Nothing wrong with admitting it. I was in denial for the first couple of years. Loser denial. <laughs> I think I need some too because I still haven't gotten, I still haven't read my hockey news from last week. <laughs> 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 yeah. I got to get those puppies as well. Because I, I just finally on Friday at work, I was bored. So I finally downloaded my benefits app that we, my work has benefits yeah. with and I signed up for all that stuff and you pay into a lot of benefits, eh? Like yeah, eyeglasses, dental, mm-hmm. prescriptions yeah. and like physiotherapy or chiropractor or a massage. Muscle, muscle. Yeah, I want to get that. So there's a lot of things that I didn't even know I was paying in, and <laughs> paying in for years and I just never even used anything yet. Well, I think if I'm going to get a pair of glasses, I might as well get a good pair and not just the INAC section of the optometrist. <laughs> uh, since your status, here's your section <laughs> of the glasses that you, you'll be getting in just really cheap 1980 glasses. Yeah. Well, but 1980 stuff coming back in style, though. Yeah. So all the stuff that you put away, Bush, you just bring them back out, man. You'll be bring cool. them out. Okay. You'll be cool again. I'll be yeah. I gotta shave again. Are you gonna grow the beard or are you gonna shave? I don't know. Depends what the boss says. Depends, yeah. Because it's not that itchy stage. If I get if I get tough it out for another two weeks, and it's not itchy. Maybe you just have crabs in your beard. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh, I swore. Oh, you swore. Damn it. Shake your beer, see if it falls falls out. <laughs> just <laughs> oh. hey, it's almost. Uh, are we gonna do that November thing then and try to fundraise some yeah, I, cash? I'll do it. I'll grow it out. Just your mustache. Yeah, just the mustache. It takes you like a week to grow one. It's gonna take me like a month the whole month of November <laughs> to grow a mustache. Yeah, and I'm gonna grab one of those eyeliner. Pencils, oh, whatever, yeah. and just color it in. Controversial mustache win. Yeah. Because there's some guys, some niche guys that can't grow a mustache at all. No. Like they'll have little cat whiskers on the side on the side, <laughs> and they have a big gap right underneath your nose. And mm-hmm. well, you have a pretty good stash. It's getting there. It's getting there. Nice tickler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, um, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, I just wanted to give land acknowledgement that we are recording on the Treaty 3 territory, home of the Anishinaabe, home of Bush's tribe. (laughs) (laughs) How many reserves on Treaty 3? Lots. Uh, 20. I want to say 22. 23? In my treaty, I'm treaty nine, and there's like 60, 60 something reses. Oh. Your, res is, your t- treaty is pretty small. 
Um, so yeah, we're on the land of the Anishinaabe. So yep. miigwech for allowing us to be on your land. Thank you, Bush. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. Another reminder, guys. Um, it's almost fall time, so it's almost time to shock up. Uh, make sure you do it quick so you can have a, one of the better choices, I guess, that's that's out there and don't uh, don't wait too long because you might have a, a draft pick that you're not happy with and you, it's going to be a long winter for you. That's uh, that's free advice from Bush. I'm just reading what he told me to, to told me to say. <laughs> First, three things you got to ask her: You have Wi-Fi. Do I have to pay for Wi-Fi? And what's the password? Right. <laughs> uh, our guest for episode 56, he is from Battleford, Saskatchewan. He is currently playing hockey in Norway. He's played in Germany, Switzerland, um, University of Minnesota, Mankato. I think they're called Minnesota State Mavericks. He played last year in the AHL. Mr. Bryce Gervais. Uh, I wanted Bryce to come on the show since last year, but he and I, with him having a busy hockey schedule and he has a, a family, it's it was hard for us to connect and work out a schedule. But finally, um, we, we were able to get him on the show and we had a good time with Bryce. Yes, um, we did. Whew, I'm out of breath, man. I know. Oh, I'm to take my popper. Because of the week. Because of the week. For episode 56 is Leslie Kennedy of Canoe Lake, Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leslie has been a fan of the show, show and uh, she's a big supporter of the show. And we're, we're very thankful and grateful for the support. So thanks again. And if you guys want to, and she's a big part of the Canoe Lake Young Guns hockey team. So yeah. Um, it's always good to get support from the community that supports these hockey teams because without the support, a lot of these teams wouldn't be able to go and play in these tourneys, right? Mm-hmm. So, so thanks again, Leslie. And if you want to be because of the week, shoot us a message. Shoot uh, shoot a message on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, high five! High five! Bush and I are on TikTok. I'm Raz yeah. Hockey. What's your name, Bush? Bushman Double Two. <laughs> Bush. It's like a poor man version of Double Seven. Talk about that. And I'm not sure if Bush has private messages on his OnlyFans. I'm not sure. Well, just pay the pay the ten bucks, and you're able to comment on on his videos and pictures. So pay yeah. ten bucks, help Bush out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout outs. Do you have any shout outs for this week for episode 56? 56. Um, shout out to all the ball players this weekend that topped it out in all the misty rain and everything. I was not optimal conditions on yesterday, but we all topped it out. It was good. It's good yeah. to play again. It's good to be tough. Yeah. Stop being a wimp. Tough it out. Well, we would have played either way, but it's yeah. just it's just easier if it's not raining. Um. Let's talk about something that's very uh, upsetting. 
uh -oh. with you when it comes to salaries and pro athletes. Yeah. Okay. I text you that picture of the um, of an article I read of where is it? Did, yeah. I, did I send it to you? Uh you just sent me those uh just the salaries for uh the hockey players. Oh damn it. Okay, hold on. I gotta look through my photos. It's just uh, when I read Aaron Rodgers, who plays 16 games a year, plus makes, playoffs, makes more than a, than an entire NHL team. It tells you that there's a lot of money in sports to to pay these athletes. He makes 50 million. I think the NHL salary cap's 80 men. So get your facts straight and please leave Aaron Rodgers alone. He has nothing. He has done nothing towards you. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is my boy. Uh, okay. I found it. I'll send it to you. I just texted it to you. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I sent Bush a picture of average salaries of players in sports leagues across the world. Yep. The WNBA, the average player makes 118,000, um, cricket 450,000. That's a lot of money for cricket players. Shit. Yeah. You should have been cricket players. I know, but that's our other Indian brothers that usually yep. are all stars in the, the cricket. <laughs> They're Indian. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Major League Soccer is half a million. Rugby six hundred fourteen thousand. PGA one point four mil. La Liga, I think that's soccer, eh? Two point four. The, yeah. NHL's two point six. NFL's two point seven. Mm -hmm. I don't even know Bald Baldesliga. Is that how you say it? Three million. I don't know what that is. Bun Bundel Ben Bundesliga. What is that? Bundesliga? I bet you there's a silent vowel. Probably it's European. They make three million. EPL 3.1 million. I don't know what that is. Major League Baseball 4.4 million and NBA. 7.5 million to average uh -huh. salary. Isn't that crazy? 7.5. Oh, that Bundesliga? It's a yeah. professional association football league in Germany. So soccer. Soccer, yes. Soccer. Holy for, shit. Uh, average soccer player makes three mil. Yeah. The guy's sitting on the bench. The guy? The guy. <laughs> and the thing is, I was watching on TikToks. There's this one guy. He goes like state by state and or other countries and how much they get taxed. Some of these NHL players half their money, like in Quebec, they could do, they can get taxed like half their salary. Yeah. That sucks. I mean, I'm, I'm one of the, well, same as you, but we're one of the lucky indigenous people that we don't get taxed. And I, I feel bad, man. We work so hard just for the government to take your money. Oh yeah. So that's that's caca. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, 2.6 million average NHL player compared to it's like a 5.1 or 4.9 million dollar difference between a hockey player and a basketball player. Do you think that's that's uh what's your your take on that one, Bush? Um, 
remember, this is my opinion only. It does not reflect rest hockey podcast. I think it's garbage. Um, it's time for, it's just time for the NHL players to reach parity with these other athletes. I'm sorry, but I don't think a basketball player should, should be making more than that for the amount of that a basketball player endures compared. I, I, I wouldn't even say endures because they don't injure all the, you know, all the injuries that go along with hockey. Um, I always say, well, you can, you can run out of bounds in football and hockey or football and, uh, and, um, basketball you can't run out of bounds in hockey so when it comes to the top four it probably goes what players getting paid nfl major league baseball nfl major league uh, nba yeah then nhl out of the four major sports in north america that (laughs) even though hockey's the hardest sport to play right yep absolutely like um, Ryan Tannehill, quarterback for Tennessee, he makes thirty-eight million dollars. That's crazy. I just find it hard to believe that the that the NHL owners don't want to pay them, pay our like, athletes. A lot of the NHL owners are like old school guys. They're old cheap bastards. Mm-hmm. Like that Jeremy Jacobs from uh, Boston Bruins. Like yeah, he's, like he's that old school like. Oh, I'm not gonna pay these guys. They're not worth it. They don't really, yeah, deserve it. But yeah, man, that sucks. Especially for guys that make the league minimum. Yeah. Oh, Matthew Stafford total cash he'll receive this year is sixty one point five million. <laughs> like what the hell? Russell Wilson fifty seven million. Josh Allen, 46.9. Aaron Donald from LA Rams, 46 million. Deshaun Watson from Cleveland, 45 million. That's. I would play one year and quit. (laughs) I would. Like, you're set, man. Yeah. Well, well, uh, who's the top paid player this year for an NHL? It's Connor McDavid at 12.5. Five million. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's crazy, man. Only, only twelve, but he gets taxed the shit right, like in Alberta, right? Yeah. Uh, Artemi Panarin, eleven point six. Austin Matthews at number three, eleven point six. Carlson, Eric Carlson's getting paid eleven point five million. I know, eh? For what he doesn't hasn't been doing nothing in <laughs> San Jose. Number five is Tavares, eleven million. The least has to get rid of that contract. Yeah, you're like yeah, he's good at faceoffs and he'll do the odd Geno here, but eleven million. Drew Doughty, eleven. Mm-hmm. Mitch Marner at seven, ten mil, ten point nine million. So the least have three players in the top seven. So that's like thirty. That's over $30 million they pay for three players. Give me a break. That's crazy. Well, the Oilers have one in the top. Yeah. Top 10. Carey Price at $10.5 So, and with him being out, 
that's a lot of cap space for they'll be able to use. I was reading an article last week about Craig Hartsburg. No, a coach that used to coach for Colorado Avalanche. He said that that New York Ranger Ford purposely injured Carey Price and ruined his Carey Price's career. Um, what is that guy's name on New York Rangers? Uh, uh, I'm drawing it. a blank. You're drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Okay, I'll check. I'll check the World Wide Web. Check the interweb. The dark web? The Google machine. Lugal. I always call it Lugal from uh, <laughs> Hot Tub Time Machine. Okay, 2022. Place for New York Rangers. Where are the Rangers? Oh, um, Chris Kreider. Okay. He's the one that ran Carey Price mm. a couple years ago. So he, uh, that coach in Colorado said that he uh, ruined Carey Price's career because Price is out for the year. He's on long-term injury mm-hmm. reserve. Do you think he'll ever come back? Price? No. I don't know. Done? I hope not. be a shame if he's... Bob Hartley was a coach for Colorado. That's the guy, the coach. Oh, okay. But I hope, I don't know, Carey Price, that's, is it because of his knee injury or is it just because like other things off the ice? Because it's like the mental health side just. Probably a combination of both. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think if he retires that he's Hall of Fame quality? Like he won, he won a world juniors, he won yeah. an Olympic gold, he won world. Uh, did he win? I think he won the world cup. He did win the world cup, but he hasn't won nothing in the he NHL, really. No, do you think he'll be considered one of the all time greats? Ah, uh... like would you put him with the Marty Brewers or Patrick Waz? I would Problem. say he'd be top, top twenty, all time, all time, top yeah, twenty. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, it's sorry. It's it sucks because he he's gonna be measured against uh, if 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 or if he wins or loses a cup. Yeah, and that's I mean, that's not really. I don't think it should do that, but that's just me again. This is my opinion, uh, and, and no way reflects the rest hockey podcasts. Yeah, because it's like that's my disclaimer to be inducted to the NHL, the Hockey Hall of Fame. Like your NHL career has to be good, and like, why does it have to be good for to be inducted? Like, why can't you just have a good junior career, good international hockey career? And and well, he did have a good career with yeah. Montreal. He just didn't win a cup. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of money, though. Ten. Does he still get paid when he's on injury reserve? Yeah, eh. I would imagine so. Hmm. 10, 10.5 million. I'll be happy with that. Um, yeah, but NHL players deserve more than what they get. Yep. Maybe like, well, they must, I think the NHL PA owners get 50, 50 of the revenues. So 
that must be that's like billions of dollars don't you think of yeah absolutely billions of dollars it's got to be in the billions you because you, you see merchandise everywhere you go yeah that gets sold what about like tv deals then does the league share that with the players or is that just strictly the league probably just the league right it's just probably just the league yeah, so well, we hope to see Carey Price back because he's pretty deadly. Yes, yes, but I know <laughs> I I just like find I like it and find it funny how it just totally grinds your gears on how much other pro leagues <laughs> get paid in the NHL is like the bottom. I know it's it's very disheartening. I don't like it. But we should try cricket, man. We get. Freaking paid lots, four hundred and fifty. How hard is it to hit hit a ball like that? <laughs> but you see their gloves when they play in the outfield. They're just really no. They don't even wear gloves. How do you no, catch a ball don't. like that? I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to play cricket. <laughs> four hundred and fifty. Yeah. And all the spicy chicken you want. <laughs> all right uh okay. let's uh go to our interview with mr bryce jervey yes hey guys Bryce hockey would like to introduce our guest for episode 56 um He's finally on the show. He and I were uh, would message all even last year, and yeah. we were hitting and missing each other. But now we're finally able to uh, have him on the show. Uh, Res Hockey would like to introduce you from Battleford, Saskatchewan, Bryce Gervais. Welcome to the show, Bryce. Thanks for having me, fellas. I'm excited to be on here finally. Yeah, finally. But uh, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, once the season starts, you're a busy yeah, man. Busy. Busy man for sure during season. Family seasons, man so. too, so that keeps yeah. you extra busy. <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay, let's, let's get started. Um, you played at uh, Minnesota State in Mankato. Um, how was it going to a D1 school? Uh, I was um, obviously uh, one of my dreams. I shouldn't say really one of my dreams because growing up um, playing in Saskatchewan, playing minor hockey in Battleford, and then Triple A with Prince Albert Mintos. Then I headed over to BC and played for Salmon Arm and uh, Penticton there. But, you know, growing up in Canada, it's always, you always want to go to the WHL or somewhere major junior league in Canada. But having the opportunity to go to, to, to school there and seeing what college hockey was all about was a big eye opener for me and very grateful I did that. Uh, what, what did you take at, while you went to school? I uh, double majored. So I majored in sport management and French. So, how was uh, the transition, like the college life, going to like a big, like the universities it's, down there are huge compared it's, like it's to some crazy. Canada. Like I had a, I had some buddies come up every year, and they would, you know, we'd play our Friday Saturday games, and then we'd have you know a little party after, and they're just they couldn't believe because it's just like the movies. So they were uh, when I first got there, I was pretty eye opened of just how how like the movies it was. You know, you have your frat houses, you have all the houses there, just have tons of kids always partying. No, it was um, it was pretty fun. Um, after Minnesota State, 
You play for the Chicago Wolves of the AHL. How's adjusting to the pro game from college? Um, I was actually very fortunate to go to Chicago and, you know, they gave me a very good chance coming out of college. I played 10 games thereafter and had a, had a pretty good start with them. So I sort of got my foot in the door that way and then signed a two-year deal in Chicago. And, you know, I had great coach and Craig Berube, who's now the coach of the blues. So I played with a bunch of the blues players. Uh, Bennington's one of my good buddies still. So it was, um, it was cool just playing with them. Just, you know, they're the superstars of the NHL now. So having the opportunity to play with them was was pretty cool, but transitioning was, it was definitely different. You know, you go from being a top guy in, in college to there where you're playing against seasoned veterans and, you know, some NHLers who are on their downside now. So it's just, uh, it was cool. It was, it was definitely eye opening though. You know, you don't really have, you come from going from being one of the faster guys in college to one of the mid pack guys in the <laughs> HL. So it's definitely had to find a way how to play that for sure. Uh, the Chicago Wolves, they play like in the suburbs outside Chicago. Did you uh, try any like deep dish pizza or like they're famous for oh, yeah. hot we, dogs we, too? We did it all. Yeah. We, uh, we had on our days off and stuff, we'd go to the Cubs games and a couple uh bears games. So we, we went downtown and you know, you got to live the, live the Chicago lifestyle on your off day. So that was fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> where am I? You played in Switzerland, Germany afterwards um, for three seasons. Um, how was it playing in the, in like in Germany and Switzerland? Uh, Switzerland was really cool. And uh, Germany was as well, but no, just um, once again, going from, it was almost like going from college to the AHL and then going from the AHL to Europe. It was, it's a lot different hockey there. It's a bigger ice surfaces, more skill making, you know, you're not, you're not encouraged to dump the puck when you don't really have anything <laughs> or turn back around and try and enter with possession. So, which I liked because, you know, you work so hard to get the puck. You don't want to be dumping it in every time. So um, that was, that was fun for me just from, and of course, obviously going from the American league where you're a third, third, fourth liner to going to Switzerland and being an import and playing big minutes and getting a lot of opportunities. So I, I enjoyed that aspect of it for sure. You know, you, you play every opportunity. So that was, that was fun just to get my, you know, try and find my game again and my score making abilities and scoring goals and making plays happen. So that was, that was good. Um, we had a couple of guests that played in Germany and I always ask this, do you, did you guys participate in Oktoberfest since it's such a huge, <laughs> oh, yeah. a huge thing over there? Yeah, no, wherever I play, I usually try and, you know, just things that you don't, wouldn't normally do back home and, experience that people people pay and they fly places to go and uh do that stuff so i've been fortunate enough to go and do that where uh i'm getting basically paid to go and do that stuff so it's, it's been fun <laughs> yeah october fest is that's a different animal there it's <laughs> good stuff okay um last year you played for the iowa iowa wild of the ahl how was it playing back in north america uh that was uh that was definitely a change again like i said it's just bumping around from league to league and going from europe to back to the american league it's uh not too common i guess usually people say once you go to europe you're usually stuck in europe and i had the opportunity to go back and play in the american league again it was just very grateful for that because i had a good bunch of teammates and you know just playing back in the american league where my family could watch the games on hl tv and 
family could come to Winnipeg and see those games. It's just, uh, it was nice just to be closer to family for sure. I was at one of those games when you played the Manitoba Boost and yeah, I think I remember one game you got a two minute penalty for rough and I thought you were going to drop the gloves. It was a big scrum in front of your nets and you just punched to guys like, Whoa, Bryce is going to yeah. fight. No, I have, I have a very short fuse. So it's, uh, <laughs> sometimes the gloves fall off when I don't even realize what I'm doing. <laughs> How was it uh, like playing in the A? Do you guys like in Iowa, did you guys take the bus or did you guys fly to certain towns? Mm-hmm. We, we fly to like most towns, obviously we'll take a bus trip from in Chicago. We flew almost everywhere except for our games against Milwaukee and stuff for about an hour away. Other than that, we'd fly. And then, um, Iowa was a little diff- more difficult to fly, but we had a, we had a nice like sleeper bus and the boys just play cards the whole time. So, but we'd fly, we fly to Winnipeg, the, actually the one year in Iowa, we had to bus to Winnipeg because of the COVID situation. Yeah. And so we bus all the way to Winnipeg and we got to Minot, North Dakota, I think. And Minnesota had a bunch of COVID things going on. So we had to stop at this small town mall in Minot and just, I think it was in Minot. And we just sat around in the parking lot, just waiting for it to see <laughs> who was going up because Minnesota had a bunch of COVID things. So we've stayed around and walked around target for two hours until we figured out what <laughs> needed. And then we continued our trek to Manitoba. That was a, that was a different one for sure. When you guys fly, is it a chartered flight or is it just commercial? Like just commercial. Yeah. 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 We you usually guys... smaller planes cause we fly into smaller airports sometimes. So yeah. it's not that, it's not that bad at all. You mentioned Target. Are you a Target guy or a Walmart guy in the States? Uh, when I'm in the States, I'm definitely a Target guy. Yeah, same where, here. I, where I live in Hayward, Wisconsin, though, we only have a Walmart. So <laughs> Walmart sometimes, but I just hate going there because it's always so damn packed. Yeah, I was in Fargo a couple of weeks ago and we were I, with uh, my family and I, and I think we were in Target for like two hours. I couldn't walk around. I was just walking around in circles. <laughs> actually, no, that's, that's, where, that's where our bus stopped was actually Fargo. Fargo? So, yeah, we were, we were stuck in Fargo there for a couple hours waiting to see who Minnesota needed. Yeah, it was Fargo. Yeah, and I think we, the, skated the, we skated at the Fargo Force Arena. That's where it was. Yeah, because the, the target's right off the interstate. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's where it was. Wow. Um, the AHL is sponsored by CCM. So you had CCM equipment. Uh, were you a CCM guy before? Um, I was a Bauer guy. I used Bauer and Penticton and then Salmon Arm. And then heading to college, we were a Bauer guy. So I have, I've always been a Bauer fan, but CCM makes some good stuff too. I still use my Bauer skates. I'm a Bauer vapor skates guy, but um, CCM sticks and Bauer sticks. I, I mean, they're all, they all go hand in hand now. It's just like the new trucks, you know, the Fords. Yeah. They all have the same technology, so. I'm a CCM guy here as well in Stavanger in Norway here. We have we're sponsored by CCM. So I get all the CCM stuff. What kind of flex and curve do you use? I have a, I use an 80 flex and then I use my own like custom curve. I have like the max blade height and it's sort of like a P14 with a little more toe on it. So I use a short little blade. Oh yeah. A little better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this year you're playing in Norway. How's yep. the transition been after playing in North America last year? 
Um, it's, it's different. Obviously it's, like I said, it's a lot more, a lot more skilled, not necessarily the players, but like, it's a lot more like skilled making plays, I should say. Just, you know, like I said, you're not trying to dump it in every time we're in North America, you have that smaller ice where that's sometimes the only play you have is get it in and try and go four check and get it back. But here, like you're making plays at the blue. And if you turn it over, you got such a big, such big ice to try and get that, get that puck back. So it's, it's definitely a transition. I'm still getting used to it again, where it's just, you get the puck and you can move your feet and you don't have a guy on you right away. So that's, uh, that's what I'm trying to transition to now again, is just, you know, having more time than I think because of the bigger ice. European teams are known for having sponsors on like socks, shells, and jerseys. Are you a fan of that? Um, I mean, it bothered me at the start, but now it's just like you get used to it, you know? (laughs) Now it's starting to become like, I look back on it now in some of my pictures, like we have McDonald's sponsors on our pants and stuff. And it's just like, it's cool now. I I don't mind it at all. Makes the jersey, makes all the jerseys a little bit different. So it's pretty cool. Do you think the North American teams will ever have that, that same style? I don't think they'll be to that extent, but you can see like the NHL with the helmet decals on their helmets now. And, you yeah. know, they are starting to get sponsors on helmets. And then I think a couple teams have sponsors on their jerseys. So I think you might see one or two of them on the Jersey, but it'll never be to uh, European standards. That's for sure. It's your up. It's, am I up? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how do you guys travel in Norway? Do you guys just take a bus then? We fly not- everywhere because the bang is right near the ocean. So yeah, we, we fly to every single game here. So what's like the longest flights? Uh, so we fly, we're about a 45 minute flight to Oslo, Norway. And then we have, we have a team bus that stays in Oslo. So we'll fly to Oslo and then any, from Oslo, it's anywhere from like 20 minutes to two hours for a game. So it's not travels actually very nice here. Who are you, some of your uh, hockey bros, your ho- best hockey buds? Um, I have quite a few. And like I said, like Benner, I, I like watch following the NHL just because of those guys. Some of those guys I've yeah. played with. Um, Kalen Addison from winnipeg there he's actually he was one of my good buddies in iowa he's a he's a good little player he'll he'll have a good nhl career he's very very skilled little defenseman makes plays um hard to come off the top of my head jordan schmaltz now who's schmaltz he's uh he was with the blues for a little bit now he's over in europe so he's over in switzerland playing for Cloton. so that's fun following him just you know just watching guys that they ask me the questions when you're then when they're in the American league, like how is yeah. Europe? It's just, it's fun to give them some answers on what teams to go to and you know, what the lifestyle to expect over there is. So um, I got a, I got a good group of guys. I like to talk to about that stuff. So when you signed in Norway, do, does the team like set you up with accommodation or do you have to look for your own? Apartment? No, I came in and like, usually like my apartment here is brand new brand new apartment they give you a, a car they get they hook everything up so it's nice you basically get here my apartment wasn't ready for like the first two weeks when I came to Norway so they set me up in a really nice hotel and I had you know uh supper at the hotel every night everything was paid for so it was like I was living large like a king. <laughs> do they 
drive on the other side of the road in Norway or is it no like North America? That's, that's I think that's more like the UK okay yeah no I, I haven't had any worries about that even in Germany and Switzerland that's I thought that was all on the other side of the road but that's <laughs> all normal thank god uh now that you're in your apartment what's your go-to meal when you're uh when you have to cook oh right now it's I'm a big I like chicken I like my steaks big uh I eat a lot of pasta obviously just because the carbs and all that but um honestly I can't wait till my wife gets here because she's going with her daughter here next month so that'll be nice because she's uh she's a great cook so I need her back because she makes some um pretty amazing meals how do you like your steak because Bush is a big steak guy I uh, medium rare the more yeah. blood the better. yeah that's the way to go <laughs> yeah. yeah doesn't it bug you when someone orders a steak and they, oh, I have a teammate well here. Done. That, yeah, just might well just throw it in the fire at that point. Oh, I can't <laughs> stand that. It's such a plus when you're eating out. It's such a waste of money. I know. I just feel bad for the cooks who that have to cook like that. <laughs> you know, they don't want to. <laughs> uh, what's on your playlist? Uh, you, you guys, your team's played a couple games already this season. So, what's on your playlist to get you uh, get you pumped up? Um. I'll have to look through my old uh, Spotify here. Are you a techno I, guy? I like um, I like I like all sorts. I'm a big Avicii guy. I like listening to some of his underground stuff that not too many people know about. Um, yeah, more like more upbeat. Obviously, not like that hard techno, but like <laughs> I need some good vocals and a good beat. But that that's usually what gets me going. Then if I'm having a slump or something, you know, I'll throw on some old school ACDC or something just to get me really going. See? Yeah. That's the way to go. <laughs> yeah. What about country music then? Uh, country music for practices in the morning. I yeah. don't mind. Yeah. I don't you mind. have to ask that, eh, Trevor? I don't, well, I'm, I like country I, I, I like, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of country, but country's more of like my my summertime music when you're sitting on the boat having a couple chilies yeah that's when i like my country music that in the dressing room in the morning right on so like on your day days off what do you what do you do on your days off um i've been lucky enough to every team i've came to over in europe we have free golf oh nice so i like to yeah i like to get up and get out and play some european golf courses they're they're pretty fun to play and other than that go to a couple soccer games soccer's big over here football i should say it cursed me out if they ever called it soccer. <laughs> but, um yeah stavanger has a soccer team here and then went to a couple games in germany which were like dortmund versus fc Bayern. that was like a that's like yeah. a huge huge game so i got to experience some of that so it's that's usually what I do or just go hang out with the guys. Like today I got a couple of teammates coming over to watch some football and, you know, just relax. But other than that, not nothing really. We're usually pretty busy with hockey. And then in the afternoon, it's just hanging out, watching TV. You mentioned football. Well, American football, not European. Yeah. Football. Who's uh? who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year? Oh, I don't know. Bengals. Maybe I could see the chiefs. Chiefs you, making another push for it. Um, did you watch that Bengals game last week? Yeah, in overtime. They need some kickers. That was, that was just a, that was just a, that was a crazy game. Like I, I feel bad for people 
were in those survivor pools because I think a lot oh, of people yeah. probably had the Bengals and they didn't uh, they didn't pull their weight on that one. I know I picked Cincinnati to win and that yeah. they couldn't snap the ball and oh that was bad. yeah I know that was uh that was an, a crazy game because I kept watching it because we were like okay we're gonna go after this game but they kept missing field goals kicks so <laughs> and shit so we're like how long is this game gonna go on for? You're not a Packers fan since you live in Wisconsin. Packers are. Uh, so Hayward is a t- small town of about 25 to 2,800 people. And that town is so divided with Packers and Vikings fans and bears. <laughs> yeah. It's like you go into a bar and it's just, you don't even know who to cheer for. Cause you don't want to get beat up. But um, my family's my w- wife's family, they, their house is split with Minnesota and Chicago and they both hate the Packers. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't mind the Packers. I like Rogers. That's about it. Sucks they got rid of Devontae, but I'm oh, a, that's brutal, eh? Yeah, I'm a Jacksonville and Arizona fan. Arizona's pretty good. They're always in it. In, yeah, in the NFC. So. And they got that Hopkins when he comes back from roiding up. So we'll see. We'll see <laughs> that helps him out a little bit. Uh, advice. What advice would you give the young young players? Young players. Um. Don't be, don't be scared to, to move away for better opportunity. Like I said, I, I moved even from Battleford to Prince Albert and I was a little scared to do that. But once I left, it was uh, one of the better things that happened to me because you, you get to grow up a lot more, you know, you don't have the comfort of your parents always telling you what's right and wrong. You sort of have to figure that stuff out on your own. So that would be one of my bigger ones is don't be, don't be scared to try something new. And you know, it's, from going to from Battleford to Prince Albert, I got a, I committed to Salmon Arm and got to go to the BCHL where they were basically every team had tons of players on D1 scholarships. And that's where I, I got my D1 offer in Salmon Arm and then won a national championship with the Penticton Bees, won the RBC Cup in Humboldt. So that was pretty cool because I, a bunch of my family were able to come to that, to that uh, game and that tournament. So just, I think that would be the best one is just, don't be scared to try something new and, you know, go out of your comfort zone. What, what, what do you think makes the BC league so good? Like everyone, well, pretty much a lot of the players that play there have go D one compared yeah. to compared to like the Manitoba or SJ and even the leagues in Ontario. Like what makes the BC league stand out? Superior, I have, superior? I honestly have no idea because it's just like when we went to the RBC cup, like, the Broncos were in there and they were, they were a hell of a team. And then we lost to, I think we lost to Portage in that tournament. And we like, we weren't expecting that kind of hockey, right. Cause it's just like, Oh, it's the MJ and the SJ, but like they yeah. were, they were good teams and they gave us runs for our money. So it's just, I don't know what the, maybe they just have more eyes on them, I guess, you know, it's just, it's a little easier to, and it's a little nicer to, to for coaches to go to fly into Vancouver or go to fly into Kelowna than it is yeah. to fly into Saskatoon and freeze your ass off and go watch hockey games. Do you think more more Indigenous and Métis players should take advantage of going to D1, D3 schools in the States rather than trying to be a third and fourth liner playing major junior? I think it it opens up a lot more opportunity. Cause you, 
you know, I think how many 20, 20 year olds can you have on the WHL roster or major junior roster? I think, I think it's four or something like that. Yeah. Maybe I don't really know the rules, but in call, like if I would have went to the dub, I would have had one, maybe two years to try and prove myself. And then what do you do after that? You got to like, you gotta go play in the CIS maybe. Yeah. Whereas in college, I had four years to develop. You're only playing two games a week. So you really get to like, you're in the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're in the gym five days a week before your season starts. And then you work out with certified trainers that you're not paying anything for. Like it's, they're unbelievable trainers and you get to build your muscle. You get to build speed. You get to do all that stuff while still playing hockey and getting your schooling done. So it's, you know, you're basically knocking three things off the list all at once. Yeah. And I had, like I said, I had four years to develop in college, which I think got me a good opportunity to go to the American league. And I think that's, that's how it happened. Cause I don't think I could have went to the American league without four years of getting bigger and stronger and learning the game a little more. Yeah. I'm a big fan of college hockey. I love going to a game and I think it's more, there's more hits and more stick work compared to a major junior game. I don't oh yeah. Know why, but it's, it's more. Yeah, well, it's just, it's running gun, right? Cause yeah. it's, you get fired up and you play, you play a team twice back to back and it's, you have the whole week to build up for that where it's not like, it's not a grueling schedule, like the dub where you're playing. I don't even know how many games they play anymore, but you know, you're, you play two games and then you rest your Sunday and then you just fire the engines right back up Monday and you get ready for the Friday game. So it's, there's a lot of anticipation every week just to see who you're playing and do a lot of video and you it's, it, I like that concept a lot, just, you know, yeah. like being able to work out and you watch a team for a full week and then you go and try and beat them. And it's just run and gun. It's just yeah, for sure. Very high paced. Before we let you go, we'll finish our interview with the <laughs> and the famous uh, five rapid niche questions. Okay. Okay. Uh, question number one: baked or fried bannock? Fried. Number two: ever use a bed sheet for a door or curtain? Um. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I think I'll, like almost everyone on the show has done it once. Yeah, I definitely have. Uh, number three, uh, ever see Ernest Munias live in concert? I have not gotten the privilege to do that. <laughs> Maybe he'll be in Norway one of these yeah. times while you're there. Maybe when I go back for the Freddy Sasakamus, I might have a chance. Maybe he'll show up, show his face there. Uh, number four, Indian taco or what is it? Bannock burger push? Yeah. Eh? Yes. Indian taco or Bannock burger? <laughs> Indian taco every time. Uh, fifth and last question. Can you jig? Um, depends how many drinks I get. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good answer. Bush is like that. Give him a couple cold ones. He'll just <laughs> a couple chilies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right on. All right, Bryce. Thanks for uh, taking the time out of your, yeah. your, out of your schedule, especially on, on a day off and we appreciate you finally coming on the show and uh, finally meeting you. No worries, boys. Thanks for having me. Let's do it again sometime. Yeah, for sure. For man. sure. And, uh, good luck this season and uh, all the best. All right, fellas. Thanks all again. Right. Talk to I'll you guys later. You. Okay, hey guys. Uh, welcome back from the interview. That was a good interview with Bryce. Uh, I think that's the way to go now these days. Mm -hmm. That uh, Division one hockey, Division three, go Get your degree. Well, playing hockey, go play hockey for another four years at least. Well, 
yeah four years of playing hockey get a degree and like if you play your last year junior it'd be 2021 then you go play four years you'll be done when you're 25 years old playing competitive hockey still and Mm -hmm. having a good time uh bryce mentioned all the fun that he had um while while going to school so i think that's something you parents should really talk and think think hard about just what's best for the what's best for the player what's best for the kid right yeah yeah it's always good to play yeah my kid's gonna go play major junior but it's not worth it if he's just gonna play five six minutes a game where he can go play junior a and tier two and play top minutes and be a top six four then go to school yep i think i can't preach that enough and just how important school is now go have some fun you might meet your your wife and live in the states and have a good time so yeah thanks brace for coming on the show we appreciate it and good luck this year man norway yep. that's pretty good pretty cool um then we'll yeah we'll have to keep in touch with him and see how he, how he's doing. What are you doing, man? You flexing? <laughs> just something caught my eye by my computer, but but I just check out what it was. <laughs> no, okay, just, this uh, week's uh, <laughs> this well, week's uh, Res Hockey Top Five Top Five Things You Shouldn't Bring to a Res Tourney. Okay, okay, these are. Uh, not mine. These are bushes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Top There's five one, things. What? We may or may not say all of them, but we're definitely going to. One thing that I think uh, you, you really shouldn't bring, I think, is uh, your your best clothes. Yes. Best because clothes. don't bring your uh, $150 uh, New Balance uh, grass cutting shoes. Don't bring your dad's uh, barbecue shoes. No, no. Those don't... are off limits. Like, those are those are those will be my best shoes. Like like my like my white Nikes that I were jogging. I wouldn't bring those. Don't bring your silver jeans. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with silver jeans, man. I like yeah. them. So because if you it's bring nice. good clothes, like there's times I've experienced this where guys on your team don't wear your good clothes to the bar, and you'll end up having the shitty clothes that you had on all day and have to wear them to the bar. And a good thing. I'm a 30, or, if, uh, 32. or if you're an import or if there's imports on a team, you you they they might actually steal your clothes yeah. in the dressing room, out of the dressing room. That they might put your jacket in their bag accidentally, and then they, they just keep it. Oh, for sure. Like it's just so it's not really a joking reason. Like it's just I've seen it happen. <laughs> like it's like don't don't bring your ocean Pacific jacket the way uh <laughs> remember those? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing with Bush, no one stole his clothes because he's like a 3830. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, uh number four. Number four. Go ahead. Credit cards. Credit cards. No. That's you know, uh, yeah, it's a bad thing because it's a bad thing. Oh, a buddy will say, oh, my stick broke. I don't have a stick. And uh, we go to the sports store and you can buy me it and pay for my stick and I'll reimburse you. No, yeah, you're you, you're never you going to get that money. No. And yeah, that's going to be three, $300, $400 uh, 
purchase right there and you'll never see it or say you're going out for a couple of brewskis with the boys and you get that oh yeah come deep. on guys trev has his credit card the rounds on him couple brewskis right. deep and you're like oh man i'm starting to feel good Here, let's buy some rounds let's buy some shots and next tourney we go into but you got to bring your credit card oh i think you're gonna bring yours Evelyn. <laughs> decline <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so that's number four. Number four. Number three. Um, <laughs> What's number three? I would say out of all these that you texted me. Me? I probably, didn't text. Yeah, you texted me. I got. I can put a screenshot. <laughs> I got um, Probably your... your um, you don't really have this anymore. What you have is passwords on your laptop, so you probably shouldn't bring your 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 laptop computer because <laughs> it has all your uh, it has all your stuff on it. What I put down, what it was supposed to be, is your mistress. Oh, Things Jesus. you don't, shouldn't bring to a res tournament. Your mistress. I'm not saying that we have them, or not saying that it, everyone has them, or whatnot. Just we'll just leave it at that. Just. Mistress. It's 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 almost comical because you you know guys bring or they meet up with certain friends and you see them in the stands all of a sudden or oh, yeah or you Funnies. or you see the their car and the, and the like you know what guys come on like just don't yeah like just you know just don't like it's <laughs> you're only fooling that. yourself when you're trying to be secret like this is stupid. As the saying goes, you don't take a sandwich to a buffet. Is that a saying? Yeah, man. Oh. It's a saying I heard in the dress room. I don't understand it, and I don't, I don't get it. But it's something I heard. Okay, <laughs> we'll go with the, we'll go with that. No, where I was going with the laptop is that we back in the day, you, you, people had. Uh, Dialogue? Uh, pornographic uh, collections that they would bring. See, now it's all laptop. It's all saved websites. So you, you don't bring your laptop. <laughs> that goes with number two then. Yeah. Uh, number two. Porn collection. Pornographic huh? collection. Yeah, don't bring... Do people still buy DVDs and movies and magazines? Or is it just all internet now, like on your it's, phone and laptop? And... It's probably all internet. Cause you know you used to uh, go to those go to these gas stations and see all those magazines that were in behind the counter, and or that uh, you knew we... what they were, but you you just didn't bother looking at them. But <laughs> no, like you didn't like look in there even. So I don't you know. Wouldn't look at them because you used to get them in the mail once a month, <laughs> or you used to go to like a movie uh, movie store in that back room that you had to be eighteen plus. Probably, do you think with the internet and all the stuff you can download now that like a lot of the porn industry, like the videos and stuff, like the movies sales has gone down? I think, I don't know. It's hard to say. Cause, uh, right. Like, cause, cause uh, who buys, well, who buys well no, cause, now, right? cause back in the day, like it's true story. Porn pornography actually dictated the survival of the Betamax versus the VHS. 
So I don't know if you listeners are old enough. There was a war between Betamax and, and VHS, and people thought it was it was people thought the VHS was awesome, was awesome. But no, it was actually if you do a little bit of research on various subjects, they'll they'll all come to the same conclusion is that pornography went the way of the of VHS sales. They went of the VHS recordings, not Betamax style. And that's why Betamaxes went out so quickly. Hmm, that's interesting. I did not know that. You only I, it's, have to uh, do it every day. <laughs> Just call me Cliff. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Uh, okay, what's the number one thing that you don't, you shouldn't bring to a res tourney? Um, your, I'm kind of getting my readers blow up doll. A blow up doll. Reasons? Uh, one of your teammates might might use it and just ruin it for yourself. And what if he pops it and there goes your freaking blow up doll you can't take home no more and your sleeping companion you know like just like frank the tank man he had a blow up doll and he had a hard hard choice of cheerleader or nurse so was it those two (laughs) funny how i know that (laughs) funny how you know that piece of trivia yeah (laughs) so yeah oh yeah that's right that's that movie yeah at the beginning there and then uh what and then his uh Luke, Luke, Luke Perry's Luke Perry, Luke, Luke, Perry. Luke Wilson's girlfriend's uh, happens to come up and uh, just he's afraid to take asks her, Hey, what do you think of this? <laughs> that's, that's a good one. So Luke, like, Perry. Yeah, Luke Perry, <laughs> Luke Perry's dead, man. That's 90210. <laughs> yeah, it's Beverly Hills 90210 yeah. and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. True. So now, yeah, that's our res hockey top five things you shouldn't bring to a res tourney. Good memories, eh, Bush? If you say so. (laughs) If you say so. Um, Price of a hockey equipment. You were just just pissed me off, man. I've lost. I lost a lot of articles of clothing because people stole from the dressing room. Uh, Damn it! Your silver (laughs) jeans, your Doc Martens. I, I did. No, I never wore Doc Martens in the, no. in the winter because they had no grip. They had, they had no grip, so I had no business. I didn't bother wearing them. Like, how can someone do that on your own team and just decide? I know. Hey, I, that's a nice pair of silver jeans Bush has. I think I'm going to take them. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's not, that's not a good teammate. No. Like I said, imports like that, that, you, that no one will ever see again, right? Yeah. Yeah, look at Bush's new uh, gray Nike sweats. I think I'm going to take those. Take those bad boys. Mm, yeah, I wouldn't want to <laughs> play. I would not invite a player to come play on our team again if he was caught stealing our. Yeah. So that's so immature. Price hockey equipment. Uh, hockey equipment. Uh, they're crazy. I was looking at True Sticks today $439. For one stick, that's absurd. How can someone, someone? It's I don't know. I can't live with myself to pay for a stick that no. nice. At that, price. you know what? I, you know what I used to do way back when. This is when the synergy sticks first come out. So I, I wait a couple years, 
And then uh, tag source of sports, they used to have a bin where they'd have four or five-year-old sticks that they were just <laughs> on the shelf. No one sold, but they'd mark them down to like, like 60 bucks. So I, I kept doing that, but people kept doing, but people caught on. And so they don't do that anymore. They just rather ship them back to the company for whatever reason, rather than, you know, it's all about money. Yeah. yeah. The way we used to do it in my early twenties is we knew a guy, we were friends with a guy and he, he was friends with a guy that was an Easton rep. Mm. So he was able to get a sticks like pretty cheap. And I'd be like the cool guy walking in the arena with two, uh, orange eastern synergy <laughs> sticks or yeah. two yellow two yellows so i would never pay full price i mean no i think it's i guess it's okay if you're single and you have no kids and you're just by yourself but for people like you and i we have oops that was my phone we have kids and we have a family and so i don't know if i could that's really a truck just, payment yeah, that's like a one month payment. Yeah. Like, how do you $439 is like what's that stick made of? Lightsabers or something? Oh, that'd be cool. I'd buy it though. <laughs> the same things that they made the Mandalorian. Yeah. Is now in Best the car. truth. Best car armor. I have no idea what that is. But or even uh helmets these days. Remember how much a good price a good uh, CCM would, would cost or bar yeah. helmet? Like what 50, 60 bucks? Yeah, there's CCM helmets that are five hundred dollars. Yeah, mortgage payment. That is insane. Like there's there's no more garage sale equipment anymore. It's all no more. No. And for parents, if you want to really uh buy like really good equipment at a discount price, go to sideline swap. Bush and I were yep. talking about this earlier and they sell a lot of pro return stuff and it's really good. That's where I used to buy my hawk equipment and Nick's stuff. And you can buy a stick for a four, like a $300 stick for like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the way to do it. Or like if you live played against sports. Yeah. If you live in a town with played against sports, they have a lot of pro return like junior teams and NHL teams like Winnipeg, the South End played again. They have a lot of uh, pro return jet stuff, and that's where I get my sticks. I pay $150 for a Warrior stick, and they're yeah. over $300, $350. So you can buy two for the price of one. Yeah. Because it's expensive, man, to have kids in minor hockey now. Oh, it's horrible. I mean, even like novice, like, six seven year old kids they're paying like five hundred dollars entry over five hundred dollars just for the yearly fee i know then you gotta pay for their equipment and they grow throughout the year so yeah i think at that age you just gotta go and buy used secondhand stuff because they're not gonna have it for more than a year right if you're and you're crazy if you're gonna buy your kids when they're still at that grown stage maybe Maybe at the peewee, peewee Adam and novice, that's where I'll, I'll buy you stuff. And because they're just mm-hmm. going to grow anyways. No yep. point of buying $600 skates when your kids are going to use them for one year. So, yeah, that's hockey equipment's crazy. Um, like my kids are old enough, they can buy their own stuff, and I still wouldn't pay. <laughs> 
like a pair of bar skates, like twelve hundred dollars. I mean, that's for the, the serious, yeah, serious hockey players that are think they're still going to make the show. And better not say that I'm gonna buy a pair when I'm when I'm able to skate again. <laughs> so, how much did your skates cost when you paid for them last year? Oh, that was horrible. Oh, I don't converted to it. Canadian five and a bit. 500 bucks five and change like 515 518 it was it wasn't they weren't cheap hey just like like we mentioned earlier that's why you don't take your credit card to a hockey tournament because bush (laughs) ended up putting on his credit (laughs) card (laughs) yeah paris gates (laughs) that's that's hilarious oh yeah the that whole sequence of events, I could just, I can hear my skates hit the boards and just exploding. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, minor hockey's starting up again. Um, it's good to see that this hockey's uh, back. I mean, after two years of really, yeah, not really having seasons, it's good for the kids to uh, go out and meet some new friends and enjoy the game of hockey. Mm hmm. You just want to tell the parents, like, relax. Especially when you're in the stands yelling at your kid. Your kid's not going to be able to hear you. Yep. And what bugs me is when parents that never played the game or don't really know the game yell at their kids and telling them what to do. I mean... Even my my favorite is when, you know, you can pick out the parents that have never ever played a game and they're starting to yell at the refs for the refs. Missed calls I always tell if you think you do better, then put on some skates. Go put on put on that uh, the roughing jersey and go see how, see if you can pick up every little thing that happens on the ice when you're watching ten players or and trying to skate. Yeah. yeah, volunteer to be a coach since you know everything. And you're yelling from the the stands. Yep. Go be mm-hmm. a coach. Run a practice and see <laughs> what kind of drill you have. <laughs> yeah. So. Just relax, parents. Let your kids have fun. Um, it's a away from from. It's the kids. How the fuck am I gonna say it? I swear. <laughs> it's the time. Let the kids have their time away from you from being a parent. Just let them have fun, because when I would coach my kids, once we hit like once we left the arena, I wasn't their hockey coach no more i was the parent and we would talk about different things i wouldn't talk about oh you should have did this you should have did that you did this wrong you did that right i was uh a hockey hockey parent and yeah but some parents just keep going and going and telling their kids should have did this how come you didn't do that like relax Uh, there's some hockey parents that just drive me at the wall they kind of really push the love of the game out of the kid and that's why a lot of kids like when they like just here quit. in Kenora, yeah, come Bantam, come Midget or U16 or U18, there's not much kids signed up because no, they had enough of their parents' bull BS. Well, just let them have fun and relax. Just sit there and enjoy the game and let, let, let the coach coach your kids. Yep. So that's my advice. Again, I think we talked about this last year and Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think it, we did. Yeah, yeah, and I seen it this. Like I seen it throughout the year, and parents yelling at the kids during tournaments, like, "Calm down, man! Your kid can't hear you." And 
it's distracting to the kid because your coach is telling the kid this something, then you're telling them something else, and it's just going to get this kid confused. So that's uh, Coach's Corner. Yep. From Res Hockey. I like that. You like that? Yeah. Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner. We should do. Hey, maybe we should yeah. do. Coach's yeah, we should corner. do a little segment for that. Yeah. We should. Who's going to be Don Cherry? Who's going to be Ron McLean? I'm just going to be. I'm going to try and channel my my uh, inner Cliff with a piece of trivia every every show. <laughs> <laughs> um. Cobra Kai. I wanted to ask you, have you watched it yet on Netflix? No, I've been meaning to watch it, but I just don't start, man. I watched season five. It's so (laughs) tacky and so cheap, but you can't help but watch it. (laughs) I was like, what am I doing with my life? I just wasted like 10, 12 hours of my life watching this shitty show. (laughs) It's so corny. Oh my God. You know what I did last night after finishing Cobra Kai season five? I watched Karate Kid Part Two. I'm a loser. Nothing wrong with Karate Kid Two. Uh it's 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 just as corny as Cobra Kai. <laughs> I don't like Cobra Kai, but I couldn't help but watch all five seasons. There's there guys in their late forties, early fifties, still talking about the nineteen eighty eighty two. All Valley Karate Championship. <laughs> like, come on, get on with your life, Daniel Sun. Mm. I don't know. I mean, does that karate really work if you're going to get in the street fight? Say you're you're in a bar fight. Is that karate really going to work? Like, what? I don't know. I fought you a karate. <laughs> I fought a karate guy one time outside the bar in Thunder Bay. He freaking tried to kick me, and he. He missed and he lost his balance. He just <laughs> fell. <laughs> so, I don't know. But I guess it's more discipline, right? You're teaching the yeah. kids discipline. Wax on, wax off. But listeners, don't watch Cobra Kai. Don't get sucked in like I did. <laughs> Wait for the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Or uh, November. November. Or uh, what's that movie with like the blue, the blue people? Uh, Avatar. Avatar 2. Way of the Water. That's in December. Is that going on this December? Yes. Movies like that, I will drive two hours to Winnipeg and I'll go watch it like in IMAX. Yeah. Because the theater here in Kenora is really old and really not as good as IMAX. So No. Those are the type of movies you'd go. Yeah. We, me and Sue, we went to, we took my mom to go watch Elvis. And we watched it at Grand Park uh, Landmarks Theater or whatever it's called. But it's in Grand Park. Grand Park Shopping Mall. But, like uh, a Cineplex? Is there... Yeah. So it's uh, so what it is, it's these uh, Lazy Boys or just they're uh, oh, yeah. pretty much recliners. Uh, Sue was saying that she, like they're, they're, they're comfortable. <clears throat> and I, I, I can almost count myself falling asleep, but just because it's comfy. And I guess Sue said that she missed about maybe like three, four minutes of the, <laughs> of the show because because she nodded off for a little bit. Not saying Elvis is boring, but it, but those compared to these seats, seats, the 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 theater seats in Kenora, like it's they're really uncomfortable in Kenora. And you go to you go to those Winnipeg theaters or Silver Fancy. City or anything, and they're like, "Wow, this is good. This is how you're supposed to watch a movie." That's another movie I just finished watching this afternoon. It was on that uh, Crave 
Crave Channels. Yep, Elvis. And that's a movie that really pisses me off too. Just the way the uh, Colonel treated Elvis. I was like, what a little. I know. I was yeah, telling. Like, I was telling Sue that like she's just Sue. This is the only movie that I actually really hate. Tom Hanks. Yeah, like, like I just, Tom I just Hanks hate him. really played that Colonel well, and yeah. to the point where you don't like him and like that. <laughs> well, no, oh, poor Elvis. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's Tom Hanks did a really good job because it just really annoys me. Uh so yeah, don't watch Elvis if you want to get upset and don't watch Cobra Kai because <laughs> upsets you. But well, yeah, I just want to uh let you know I want Lotto Max on Friday. Uh, I want five bucks. I want we want we want 20 bucks. You want 20 week. bucks? Damn. Yeah. No. Does it this this draw? No, uh, we won it on Tuesday. I mean, Sue. Yeah, it was sixty-five. So, on... Yeah, it was, it was only sixty-five. It was only sixty-five. Chump change. Yeah, but we have a a group, Lotto Max, at work now. So we pitch, pay two bucks every, four bucks a week. Two bucks mm. on Tuesdays. Okay, and two yeah. bucks on. And I was telling one of the, the the person that's. Uh, like organizing is like don't let more than 10 people in our group because you're cutting into my winnings because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i said it was like 65 million because i said if we win I, i'll only win 6.5 million yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep the group small so you get yeah. a bigger bigger winnings mm. that's it that's uh that's bold strategy cotton it is man but yeah i cashed in my five bucks today that's a year worth of your treaty money. Yeah. So when you play Lotto Max, is it quick pick or play your own numbers? Um, a little bit of both. I sometimes get my daughter to, to choose seven numbers. It's the same thing as getting uh, quick picks, I guess. Yeah. Seventy million Tuesday. Yeah, Seventy million. If you don't Tuesday. hear from me next week. That means I won the lottery and I'm I got a new life it's on a sunny beach somewhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you, if Bush is by himself next week, you know what you guys know uh, what <laughs> yeah. happens. All right, let's uh, get okay. the f out of here. I want to go watch the Packers game for a bit. Uh, hope all your NFL teams are winning today, listeners, and uh, have a good week. Don't forget to love each other and take care of each other. Yeah. Oh, September thirtieth, National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. Yes. Remember, wear your orange. Say mm. say a prayer for the for the ones that didn't come home and and a prayer for all the survivor residential school survivors because yeah. they still need our prayers and our support. Um, don't forget to wear your orange and uh, uh, be proud that we're still here. And even though uh, well, we can go on and on, right? Yep. With the, all the negative stuff, but just uh, show your support. Uh, tell your mom and your dad, your your mushroom and your cucum that you love them and your aunt and your uncles because a lot of them are still are still are still fighting. They're still fighting that that pass and um, your love and support will. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. So don't forget to wear orange and be proud of who you are. Yeah. Your uh, strong resilience people and yeah show your support so that's all i have to say about that mm-hmm. so uh have a good week and uh 
We'll see you again next week. So yeah. peace. Yeah. Peace out.